This is a HeadGum Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Monk Pack. Before we start the show, Aaron and I want to talk to you guys about healthy snacks. Yeah, healthy snacks can be tough. They can be uh, sandy. <laughs> You're right. They got a bad rap. They and, did, yeah. And it's kind of deserved because a lot of them don't deliver. <laughs> yeah, you want a healthy they snack. Ain't good. And and then you then you want a snack after the healthy snack, and that's double snacks. And is that good, Stinger? We don't know. No, no. You're because yeah, it's it should ideally the snack is going to taste good. It's going to fill you up. Yeah. And you're going to get some nutrition out of it. And sometimes you don't want to you don't want to pick something off a tree. You want you want like the kind of tasty bar. Or the, you know, like that kind. So, you know, Aaron and I have talked about roaming the aisles of the health food store, (laughs) the market, trying to find the right thing. We like the package. It looks good. You rip into that sucker (laughs) and it sucks. Yeah, that's a sad day. Yeah. Well, those days are done. Thanks to Monk Pack. We are talking about Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars. And guess what, kids? They contain one gram of sugar or less and two to three grams of net carbs, and they're only 150 calories. Incredible. I love these things so much. I got them sent to my house, and they taste like yummy candy bars that are, are healthy in the best way, and I am so proud of these guys from, or girls or whoever's doing it. They're so good. The team over at Monk Pack, they figured it out. Look, the, the bars are great if you're following a keto lifestyle. Yep. And they're really the perfect snack for anybody that's even if you're just trying to eat healthy, or even if you're not even trying to eat healthy, they are that good. Not joking. They sent it to me. I, you know, the intention was to kind of divvy it up with the family and have a bunch of bars <laughs> for a while. I instantaneously turned into a raccoon in a dumpster and <laughs> ate them all. <laughs> I'm doubling up. I'm opening a couple of bars. I'm making bar sandwiches. Um, (laughs) That's a good idea. Yeah. (laughs) Do you still have any left? I do have some left um, because I really, I really am trying to, to be good about it, but it's hard. It is challenging. Uh, Yeah. And it's like not that many, not that much in the calorie department. And so, uh, you know, it's hard not to, they got a lot of great flavors. Um, they're the perfect balance of uh, sweet, salty. They got a crunch that's there and that's from the nuts and seeds. So good. Yeah. They managed to be soft and chewy despite being healthy somehow. Who knows what kind of alchemy is going on over there at Monk Pack. Uh, a lot of delicious flavors. What's your favorite flavor, Aaron? I like the um, the peanut butter, chocolate peanut butter one. That's just yep. so good to me. I I'm, feels like I'm eating a, a candy bar, honestly. Yeah, peanut butter and dark chocolate. Um, they've got a caramel and sea salt, really good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the caramel's kind of drizzled on the top. Pretty yeah. exciting. We also got the sea salt, dark chocolate. That's good. Oh, yeah, a little that one's salty, good too. little sweet, a delight for the senses. Uh, they're quite good, guys. Um, it definitely evokes a feeling of like a delicious after-school treat or that kind of yummy granola bar in your lunch that you thought was healthy, but it really wasn't. Well, now it is, and that feels great. That's nice. Yeah. You can satisfy your sweet tooth without guilt. Um, look, they sent them to us. They got us hooked. We're obsessed now, so we decided to sign up and get a subscription for our favorite flavors. Uh, that way, we save 10% on every order. 
and they ship them automatically to our house. Maybe this time around, the rest of my family will get to enjoy some. <laughs> Doubt it. Yeah. Okay, try it for yourself and you'll see. We have a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code dumbbells at checkout. And Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. To get started, just go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com and select any product. Then enter the code dumbbells at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monkpack, delicious, nutritious food you can count on. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, let's start the show. My name is Ryan Stanger. I'm a certified personal trainer and proud wild cookie monster. <laughs> My name is Aaron McGowan. I'm also a certified personal trainer and I am also a pie enthusiast. This is the Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and sometimes if all goes well and everything lines up, information. Hey, dumbbells, let's get dumb. We did it. Wow. That I, was... I went, I went hard on the B that time on the dumb. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. um, you know, I would have loved that as a kid because, uh, I, I don't think I knew that B was there for a long time. <laughs> I you mean, know? no one, no one should as, especially as a child, you don't spell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's out there spelling. And he had those suckers called dumb dumbs. Um, no B. Yeah, no B. So what do you expect? I see. I see what happened to you. You know. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I was set up to not know how to spell that. But um, hey, look at me now. I'm hosting a podcast <laughs> that's named. You know, the thing that I couldn't spell before. Something in there. Uh, that wasn't the right way to say that or the right grammar. <laughs> but I think people know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, you couldn't spell then. You can't talk now. Yeah. Everything is okay. And now I'm hosting a podcast that's <laughs> named that from what I couldn't spell that on um, different word. You feel me, dog? That's how that's how you wrap that up. You just yeah. you feel me, dog, and then you roll with it. Mm -hmm. um, I do also like that we both chose. We don't talk about what the other thing is we're gonna say, but we no. both chose snacks or you, you know you said cookie monster and I said pie enthusiast because yeah. I mean the holidays are upon us and I mean that seems like cookie pie time. It does. Uh, what a great uh, Muppet game that. Or I guess, what is he, Sesame Street? He's not, are Sesame Streets Muppets or are they Sesame Streets? I think they are. Do they call them something different? Technically, Mupp, uh, they, what are they? What's that word? Puppets? <laughs> puppets, Pu yeah, puppets. But they're but Jim Henson. I don't Han think they're Muppets. They're Jim Henson designed the Sesame Streets though, right? Didn't he? Well, if he did, I don't know that he you know, he was trying to do a separate thing. If, if he did, I can't say if he did or if he didn't, I feel like his kind of that style of thing that he came up with this kind of cloth, um, you know, whatever it is there, that's, that's like a Muppet. Like his thing was, it's like, look, I'm not doing puppets. I'm doing Muppets. Um, but I, I, I could be, 
I could be way off, but whatever it was, let's say, let's, let's call them Sesame streets. Um, that makes perfect sense. Uh, interesting game that his was just that he loved cookies and it's very relatable. Um, and it would be a fun gig to have to like, where you just get to like playfully eat a bunch of cookies, like a crazy person. Well, I know, but I will say as like, I was a, I was a food enthusiast as a child. I'm trying to not say a fat child because I wasn't, I, I don't think you, but I loved food. We've talked about it. That's why I'm here, you know? Yeah. And one and thing you watch, don't, you don't limit yourself on is how much you'll say enthusiast because <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't, I mean, you just can't. I'm loving that word. I used to say head like Disney head or like pie head. Like, yeah. and I, my husband made fun of me so hard about that. So I just like, was like hard left. Okay. Enthusiast. Yeah. It's a great um, word, but, it, but I just hated how much he lost. I was just like, slow down a smidge yeah. and you'll get the whole cookie. What What's going on down below you that you just don't feel bad that all the good cookies you're scarfing are on the ground? No, nothing gets in there. I wonder what they used for that. If they used real cookies or um, some kind of prop. M- Muppet cookies. There are also tiny little Cloth hands covered. inside of those <laughs> oh, wow. cookies. Somebody yeah. was, oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a really uh, intricate design. Uh, yeah. I, I, you learn something new every day. It's we're getting the facts on Sesame streets behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know, none of the, Brought to you uh, by two people who know a lot about a lot. No, most of what I know is about Kevin clash, uh, voice of Elmo uh, doing crystal meth with uh, a sex worker. Uh, ah, dis- yes. Disgra- <laughs> disgraced voice of Elmo. <laughs> he was good, oh, though. Man. He was so good. Elmo was he so was, cute. Yeah. I mean, pe- kids still love Elmo yeah. to this day. To bring That's in crazy some- to me. They got somebody else doing it now, but it definitely, uh, I mean, Look, the guy was a virtuoso. It's too bad that he, uh, Icarus flying too hey, close to the sun. Um, power corrupts. Yeah, man. So this is our big, bad Thanksgiving episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. You might be listening to it right before Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving. Uh, maybe you're playing it at the table. If so, hello to you and your family. Hope everybody's <laughs> yeah. enjoying their meals. <laughs> yeah. What a, what a choice. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit after, but either way, a lot of, a lot of feelings come up around Thanksgiving. It's kind of the start of the holidays and usually, um, a lot of good, warm, fuzzy, fuzzy memories, but also maybe a little anxiety. People tend to overindulge and eat. Um, it's kind of where you start to take stock if you're putting on a little weight or you're worried you're going to put on weight. Um, I think I, I always have this kind of thing and it's probably not healthy if we're all. I'll think, wow, am I going into the holidays a little heavier than what I like to be? Because uh, I'm going to come out the other side and <laughs> I know I <laughs> maybe know. I'm in a little bit of trouble, you know, <laughs> but so you, you kind of want to go in there with like an empty tank or, you know, a little bit of a deficit or something, you know, that's probably some kind of disordered eating. Uh, but I think it's all relatable feelings. Where are you at with everything, Aaron? Oh, I'm, you know, uh, I'm traveling for the holidays this year. Um, and so I think I'm, I think at least I have sort of brought my family a little bit along this journey with me so that my mom and dad, like they're hosting and they kind of understand my needs when I'm there, which is like, I 
like vegetables. I need, like, I would like vegetables with the meals. And I, you know, so I, that was something that they have incorporated over the last like five years. Um, Cause a lot of times like vegetables in my house was like, potatoes yeah. and I was like or or corn on the cob which is fine it's just like I was like no I, I'm talking like broccoli I'm talking asparagus I'm talking yeah. spinach so that they have definitely come a long way in that and I appreciate that very much because that means I don't have to worry as I don't feel as I used to get nervous to go home to be I didn't want to be annoying to yeah to my family I and be like, well, for breakfast, this is what I eat only, you know? And so I have definitely relaxed a little bit because they have done a lot of um, changing with me. And so that is, that is nice. Um, But we're doing like a Christmas Thanksgiving combo this year because we're all just going to be together for this week. And so I am a little more nervous this time because it's like, we've got gingerbread houses Mm -hmm. like lined up and that means loose candy. And I am not good around loose candy. Might call yourself a candy enthusiast to use (laughs) your words. A loose candy enthusiast, big time, huge. Um, So, and like frosting, it's just like, I start kind of like a downward like, I'm like, well, I just had a handful of God knows what. Yeah. I guess all hell has broken loose. Game on. So it's like, we're making cookies. We are, my mom makes this like um, pumpkin cheesecake roll that Man, is to that die for. Sounds amazing. She's making my favorite pie and another pie. That's why I have pie on my mind. Like, it, it's, it's just like going to probably be balls to the wall. And so I'm trying to just like be okay. Cause I'm also kind of going in a couple pounds heavier. Yeah. This is all, this is so, all in Washington state. Yeah. Yeah. Pacific up, Northwest. Yep. Up uh, in the Northwest. And, uh, you're, uh, you know, going to be cool. You're going to want to be cozy and inside. Yeah. Yeah. But my, we're, we're not like my family, they aren't big drinkers. So that's like, I kind of like switch oh, nice alcohol for cake or pie, not cake. Uh, we don't have cake, but like for the sweets. So yeah. that's kind of like, I kind of, yeah. so I usually come out even, but, um, but yeah, I'm it's, it will be a little harder to be active. I think this time, um, because it's like, we're trying to cram so much stuff yeah. in. And so that's the one thing I'm a, like, I've usually had a little more control over my activity while I'm home and I don't know that that's going to happen this time. So it might be like late night workouts and I hate that, but it, that might be what it is. Yeah. Oh man. That's, you know, it's relatable. I mean, shit. It's one of those things too, because you will, um, you will hear people if you're kind of like, uh, ranting about this, I was going to say lamenting and ranting. And I said, lamenting. I didn't quite get it all out. I almost did, but I, I stopped myself, but I'm letting everybody in. I'm getting you guys a peek yeah, behind the curtain. Yeah, here. this is, we're, we're getting behind the curtain today. Yeah, lamenting. Um, but uh, you'll have people say, why are, why are you uh, restricting yourself or why are you abstaining? It's the holidays. Why not just eat whatever you want and enjoy? To which I say, I completely agree. And that's a great approach. And that's the right approach. However, I do have some pathologies that I'm wrestling with. And so for me, it's not just like, 
Oh, what the hell? Give me a little sliver of that pie there, Ma. I'll have a little bit of it. It starts with that. And then I end up eating the whole <laughs> pie or whatever it, to the point to where I feel uncomfortable. Like I don't even it's beyond just whatever I got. it. I got to taste it and it tasted great. And I'm full now and I'm moving on. It's it's like I, I have to keep going and going and going. And then I no longer feel comfortable. And then, you know, whatever guilt I'm dealing with is compounded by the physical discomfort I feel from right. overeat, like just stuffing myself. And so I kind of have to be mindful of certain triggers. And yeah. and sometimes the trigger is the actual food itself. And so, you know, there's things that I can do and I've got some systems in place that I try to employ. But um but that's, you know, because I think people can get a little sensitive if you, you know, talk too glibly about like, I'm skipping dessert for Christmas or whatever, which I don't want to do and won't do. But I do have to, you know, kind of come in there with my with my cape tight. Um, yeah, with like a game plan, yeah, right? Yeah. What do you have any um, systems in place that you mind uh, wouldn't mind sharing? Um, well, I, I, one thing I wanted to point out that you mentioned that was really cool and uh, I think you were talking about this. We did a high and mighty episode recently um, with John Gabris um, that just came out. But uh, I remember you talking about when you, when you started working with go tribe and you were making the episode that we did with Gabris was about rebooting and refreshing. And so Aaron talked about her kind of most recent, um, you know, getting really into shape and uh and adjusting her lifestyle and eating and part of that was through go tribe and she said that they um they or you said i'll talk to you i'm talking to the fictitious <laughs> audience <laughs> really weird there's a lot of i like almost fell in on side myself fell in myself inside myself uh but um you mentioned about uh them adding in the leafy greens to your diet so before you even worried about any omissions or cutting anything out, it was like, start eating two vegetables a, w a day or two servings of vegetables a day, whatever it was. And then you yeah. mentioning that having that available to you when you go to visit your family as yeah. sides, you know, with all those meals, I think that's huge because then it's like, you know, you're just, you at least have that stuff there. You can have close to what you'd normally be eating if you were choosing for yourself. And then, you know, you can have whatever extra shit you're going to throw in the mix. But I do like the fact of before you stress yourself out with like, oh, I, I, I got to skip everything or I have to make all these uncomfortable omissions. It's like, no, just just have healthy options there. Yeah. Make sure you always make that the foundation of each plate. And then, you know, whatever else you're going to do, you're going to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that because I said it. <laughs> you did. I took yours and I used it. No, but I think like, I, I think about it. Like, um, I know myself. And as soon as I start eating sugar, I get that like taste in my mouth that I want more of it. Yeah. And so I kind of treat it like it is like my, my five o'clock somewhere. Like I like hold off, like when we're making these gingerbread houses, I'm not going to get into it. Cause guess what? Do I really want candy that bad? No. What I really want is that piece of buttermilk pie that my mom made for me. That's what I want. And so I like, like getting, like getting through the candy, the gingerbread yeah. house is, is like, you know, it, it's, it seems like small or silly, but it's like once truly that's my trigger is just getting that, candy taste 
bada bing, bada boom, game over. I'm a little gremlin. Um, so if I can wait until like after dinner, we're having like dessert, it's pie time. Then I like get to indulge, you know? Yeah. So. It's, it's kind of picking your calories wisely. Yeah. Uh, what, so a couple things, what's buttermilk pie? <laughs> I, I, you know, my mom is from Texas and so I don't know how much, like, I guess Californians don't know, um, or I guess most places don't know about it other than Texas. I mean, I like, know not to mess with Texas. You do know that. Okay, yeah, good. I know so that. the message is out. Yes. Yeah. But, um, in regards to buttermilk pie, do tell. It's like, um, it's, uh, it's like a custard pie. Oh, great. Yeah. It's Delicious. so good and it's like so good, like cold. My yeah. mom like will put it in the refrigerator and it is like, oh my gosh, it's so like creamy. It's so good. Ugh, it's so great. Um, pie kind of like a revenge, right? What? <laughs> what do they say about <laughs> revenge? What kind of dish is it? Oh, uh, it's the dish are cold. Yeah. I, okay. I, buttermilk I, pie is like a, is like revenge. Yeah. Um, I mean, most pies I'm kind of liking coal. I mean, I know the, the, um, the, the hot apple pie with a la mode, but I don't like it when the fucking ice cream melts too much on that. Yeah. You're, I, I agree. I, I want it to like uh, melt a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. So, you know, a- apple pie, but most pies I'm kind of liking cold. I think. Yeah, I Only do too. F- definitely pumpkin. And I ain't, I ain't alone in that. <laughs> no, because you do not want the Cool Whip on a pumpkin pie melting. That no, would be weird. No, no way. Um, okay, and then another question too. Have you ever, I've always wanted to, and it probably wouldn't be good, um, but have you ever just ripped in and ate a whole fucking gingerbread house or part of one? My mom, my mom would no. make my mom would make them, and they were purely decorative. And I'd be like, F- "We're not eating this! Like, what the fuck is going on?" Or like, I would make it with her or for school, like with a little milk carton, and you kind of like put the stuff oh, yeah. around it. And you kind of, I, I know the idea is you just nibble on the stuff a little bit. I, we're, you know, you're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But you nibble on the stuff during the making of process. Right. But if it's one of those big ones and it's fresh gingerbread. And you're using high quality ingredients that are, that are more than just show. Like you know, they're actually tasty. They don't just yeah. look good. It'd be kind of fun just to eat one of those. <laughs> I'm 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 with you. I I think, but I will say ginger gingerbread. It kind of it has like I I can't just like continue eating it. So it's. It hits for a me, limit. it's more the the sugar on the outside that I could just destroy, and then like I'd every once in a while get a a, a hit of the the gingerbread to kind of cleanse the palate, if you will. Yeah, would gingerbread men? What are ginger snaps? They're like the little hard cookies, right? A lot of times they yeah. make they you do like a, a a quick pie crust with those. Oh my gosh! One time I was in a music video called Ginger Snap. Really? (laughs) (laughs) With my friend, my friend who just got put on SNL. He's probably like, I I hope his agent scrubs this off of the internet. (laughs) But I can't even remember the guy that made it that we like. He was like Julian Smith, maybe. I'm, anyways, if you guys find this video, I'm in it. It's like a song, but it's called Ginger Snap. You got in it because you guys are redheads? 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that for, I think the bit was I was wearing a hat so you couldn't see I was redheaded. Mm. And then at the very end, it's revealed I have red hair too or something. I honestly, it was it like so great. humiliating. I, I no, never. No, it sounds great. <laughs> I'm, I'm sold that premise. Your hat, your, your redheadedness is covered by hat and then exposed at the end. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. I mean, was the I song like, good? Um, I don't think so. Hmm. I don't, I mean, maybe it was, it was truly like, I, this is like a repressed memory that is coming back. Cause I was just like, uh, uh, you know, it's one of those things you do when yeah. you move to LA oh, yeah. and you're like, uh, uh, sure, I'll do anything. <laughs> uh, people <laughs> have sent me camera. some videos of stuff I did that I, I completely forgotten about. And, you know, they were like maybe like small, low or no pay, funny or die things. But through funny or die to where when I got cast in them, it felt like a big deal. And right. like the fact that I would completely forget that I was in it is stunning to me. <laughs> I was like, this was so, I was so excited to do this. And I, yeah. I, when I see it, I remember it immediately, obviously, but I'm like, man, I fucking, that had fallen completely out of my memory. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm old. My brain's been knocked around a little bit, so it's not, you know, it's probably due to that, but, uh, it's- I feel like James and I have been in two things because we had red hair. Like I'm like, we, we did another thing where we were like working in a, like a, an animal. I don't know. It was like, but we were like both redheads standing there like ding, 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 ding. I don't think that ever made it uh public. <laughs> there's some, there's some, um, you know, as a redhead, you got to deal with some punchline stuff. I mean, uh, and it's gotten like a little bit better, right? But it's still it's still okay to like do the ginger jokes, right? People will still do. I, it's not yeah. okay to do them, but people still do them. I should say people still do them. And one time, I like my like second time to do stand up ever in my life, and I think I did it three times total. This was the second time I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna do an all redhead like set. Okay, and there wasn't a redhead in the audience, and it was just like every joke fell <laughs> so hard. Like mm-hmm. I was like. I, I went from like the first time I did stand up, I was like, I'm so funny. I'm the funniest person that's ever lived to the second time when I tried something awfully new and it was just a real face plant into the dirt. Uh, but that's what stand up does. You know, it, it, it separates the men from the boys. Yeah. My cousins are, are redheads. And I remember growing up, they had shirts that said redheads are rare. And, uh, <laughs> and it had like all these little stick figures on the shirt. And then one of them would have red hair. They're cute shirts. And I think my, <laughs> my sister is too. And she got, they got her one. Um, it's just like, oh, that's fun. Inexplicably like in our family just has just a redhead. And my, my parents don't, I don't, I'm a great, it I'm does a happen head. every once in a while. It does. And then, uh, uh, and then Lucille ball, famous redhead, but she dyed her hair red was like a um uh, a director or director of photography like did it because um because they, they used to light things a lot differently back then and he just knew that it would make her pop more and then so he did it and it was like a crazy red color but she loved it and then kind of stuck with it always and it became her thing but um honestly Stanger, you telling me this right now is huge because I never knew that it was dyed I like assumed maybe as she got older yeah but I didn't know even when she was younger yeah. 
She's like an icon to redheads and she's not even a real redhead. Yeah. But I mean, she, you know, I mean, she lived oh as gosh, a redhead. This is huge. This is huge. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my I mean, God. She made, she made the choice and stuck with it. And, and she, oh you know, Oh my God. <laughs> this is changing my childhood. This is don't, changing who I look no, up to. No, don't let it. I mean, come on. She's a fucking, <laughs> I tell you what, man. She did bring us some good PR, so I guess I can figure it out. But this is really, this is huge for me. I'm going to journal this. Um, she, uh, I was like listening to a show about her and uh, I always, lo- I always love that show. I love Lucy. <laughs> Sorry to say I love so much. And, uh, and like, Hey, just- you're a love enthusiast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Join me. Join me over here. Um, but it was, they were talking about, the cry that she would do. Like they were talking about like all her like kind of secret weapons. And so she would do like the cry and then they play like a clip of her doing it. And it made me feel emotional for some reason. Like not, not sad that I was crying with her, but just like just such a part of my childhood. And then like hearing Mm -hmm. her do that, it was like a sound that I had heard. I just, you know, you watch it on reruns, like all the time they used to run, you know, the show all the time and I watch it with my sisters, you know, but yeah. It's just amazing. So somebody that like has just that much power, you know, that can just completely capture generation after generation after generation. I know she really did before, like before women were like the star of shows, she was like show running. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. You know, and she wanted, uh, uh, Desi, Arnez to be on the show as Ricky Ricardo. And then like, uh, you know, they did CBS didn't want to put a Cuban guy on TV and she's like, no, fuck that. It's, it's going to be him or it's going to be nothing. She did a radio yeah. show that was kind of similar. She brought over the same writers and you know, she, there's some white guy that was playing her husband on that. And CBS is like, have that guy do it. And so, but she wouldn't, she wouldn't do it stuck to her guns. And then I, you know, obviously he's a fucking superstar too. So yeah, you know, rest is history. What's up, everybody? Aaron and Stanger here. We had to interrupt the episode really quick to talk to you about a great sponsor we have for today's show, Truebill. Yes, Truebill is awesome. Yep, Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need or want or simply forgot about. This is an interesting thing we learned from Truebill. One woman that signed up for it found out that an ex was still using her Netflix account. Yikes. This could easily have been any of us. True. I mean, God, God help us. In the world we live in, in the world with like <laughs> streaming services and you just sign up for it and you got to, you got to watch King Richard on HBO Max. So you just sign up for it. And then the next thing you know, you got that 16 apps later that you paid nine ninety nine for you're poor and you don't know how it happened. You got that X you don't get to make out with anymore. And they're still dipping <laughs> into your, uh, subscriptions. Your account. Yeah. Bad news. Bad news. The, Aaron, you t- you gave it a swing, right? True bill. Yeah, I did. I, I downloaded it and it was, I forgot that I had serious XM, like a serious XM subscription mm. in my car and bada bing, bada boom canceled. You know why? Cause I don't listen to serious. I'm listening to pods only pods or, you know, that 10 minute new song. So I, I cut it. I'm saving 120 bucks. That doesn't sound like a lot, but now I'm drinking coffee with oat milk. Oh my okay. God. You can afford that now. That's exciting. Yeah. Look, on average, people are saving up to $720 a year with Truebill. And here's the deal. The Truebill's telling us that companies make subscriptions hard to cancel and they do. 
So Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. You don't have to, you, you, you do have to raise a finger, but it's just once. That's easy. Yeah. 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 And some of you might be asking, how much could they really be saving? I'll tell you guys. Truebill has over 2 million users and helped them save over $100 million. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash dumbbells. Go right now. Truebill.com slash dumbbells. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash dumbbells. We also want to talk to you about another great sponsor we have today called BetterHelp. Uh, dudes, New Year's coming around. You got some goals. Aaron, you got some goals? Um, I'm, I haven't gotten my goals yet, but I'm, wor- I'm, got- I'm working on it, Stinger. Yeah, me too. Don't call me out. Don't call me out yet. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. And uh, I, I know people listening probably have some goals. Maybe they don't. Uh, maybe something's blocking them from achieving their goals. Maybe something's interfering with their happiness. It's a good time to check in and take inventory. Uh, and if you're not feeling the way you should or you don't feel like you have the skills to be feeling good on your own, maybe you need some professional help. That's okay. I needed it. I sought it out. I got it. And I'm better for it. I'm glad that I did that. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with their own licensed professional therapist. And I love that because finding a therapist can be one of the most challenging parts of the whole process, like finding one that works for you. And so it's really nice to connect with BetterHelp and have them kind of do that work for you, which is really nice. Yep. I'm with you. I am. I've talked about it a lot. People are bored of hearing it, but I'll keep (laughs) saying it. I had um, problems with some eating, some compulsive eating stuff, and I would get the impulse. I knew that I couldn't handle it on my own. And I would be like, "Ah, I want to talk to somebody about this, but then I'd kind of lose my nerve um, and I wouldn't follow through. But with better help, um, you're able to connect with your therapist in a safe and private online environment. It's very convenient. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. So you have that impulse. You want to get help. Trust yourself. Connect with BetterHelp, and they're going to get you talking to somebody in less than two days. You can't beat that. Uh, it's actually really affordable. Um, it's more affordable than traditional on offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. So if that's something that has stopped you in the past, um, I would connect with BetterHelp and then see what they can do with you. Also, a lot of people don't go to a therapist because they, they don't want to sit in that waiting room. They don't want the yeah. judge. They don't want people judging them. They don't want to be judging other people. A lot of, yeah. they don't like the old magazines they have in there. What the hell yeah, is this? It's one, one of my favorite things about online therapy is you don't have to sit there and look at everybody. Yeah. All right. Or the old magazines. You didn't mention that, Aaron. Old magazines. <laughs> look at this people magazine. Sexiest man alive with Nick Nolte from 92. <laughs> the hell is this crap? Give me some new stuff. The licensed professional counselors who are that they have are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self, self-esteem, and I'm sure more. Yep. Anything you share is confidential. You guys better help is convenient, professional and affordable. Uh, in fact, so many people have been using better help that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 States. I want you, Stanger wants you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash dumbbells. Just join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. 
Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash dumbbells. But uh, yeah, so we, um, we, we put it out to you guys. We had some, uh, some questions and some thoughts and concerns come in. We'll talk about some of those. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. You're going to do some, you're going to do some family activities. You guys going to do something physical. Um, oh, my brother did ask if we wanted to do a turkey trot as a family. Okay. And um, I remember there's like a meme that's like, you know, like someone kill me if my, if I marry <laughs> into a family that does like a turkey trot or something. <laughs> <laughs> on Thanksgiving. She's a little and extreme, but uh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Super, super. <laughs> um, but my, so it, it's my brother. Uh, my brother and I were the only, you know, kids. And then my brother has a wife and two little kids. They're like two and six. And then my mom and dad, and then Jason and I will be there. And so all of us, except my mom are going to attempt this Turkey trot, which is a 5k. Um, we all got shirts. Um, so, you know, look for that photo coming in hot. Um, Custom shirts I, like, like, uh, or through the, the yeah, through the Turkey trot place through the Turkey trot place. Okay. Yeah. Not, not custom for the McGowan family. Um, that would be cool though. We should yeah. have done that. Um, but I truly, I'm like, I don't, cause the two year old, what are we doing with the two year old? That's the big <laughs> question for me. And then my dad is a big walker. Like he, he walks around a lot, but how does that whole, you know, he's like 65, you know, how does that work? He has like some health issues. So I'm like a little like, do we have 911 on speed dial? <laughs> <laughs> like which one of us is going to need 911? <laughs> Someone is, but it's, it's like, it's not, it's not, um, it's a, it's still technically a virtual one. So we just do it as a family when we want to. Oh, okay. So it's not like in, con like we won't be like with a bunch of strangers doing it, which I like doing that with a bunch of strangers. I think that's, I think it makes it more exciting instead of just like, <laughs> us yeah going around the neighborhood together yeah i mean this is i gotta be honest with you this is just you guys doing a walk <laughs> we're just doing a real long walk what is so 5k <laughs> is 3.1 miles it's about uh, three yeah. miles yeah, yeah. 3.1 yeah yeah so i you know it, <laughs> this we, is hilarious will, this is false we, advertising no no they're doing it for COVID. you know they can't yeah no i mean i'm sure it's the noble reasons but i mean it's <laughs> It's definitely not. I, know. I pictured you guys all like going out to like the start of the race and, you know, breaking through the oh. tape at the end at the finish line and all that shit. <laughs> hey, maybe I could talk to my mom. She could maybe do the, the finish line tape. Yeah. Um, but I do. And your mom's mom, saying it's past. Your mom's not going to do it. Get your mom <laughs> to drive said, alongside you. I know with waters and stuff. Yeah. Uh Oh, my dog's, <laughs> my dog's climbing on the back of my chair. Um, so yeah, well, we will see how it goes. Um, I'm excited to do it because it's the first time my family will do something like that together. Yeah. True. Like me and my brother and his wife will normally go on like a, a little hike. Um, they live on the east side of Washington, so it's a lot flatter, which mm -hmm. is a bummer. But they do have some hikes, so we will go do a couple of those if the weather's permitting. Um so we'll see because it snows like where they are. It snows pretty consistently around Christmas, at least. But I'm hoping we'll get to get out and not get hit by the snow in November. So. Is it looking to be a cold winter in Washington state? 
Well, it snowed in Ellensburg um, like yesterday or something. Wow. Like, so it's so Ellensburg is a little bit colder than where my parents live, but it's not that far off. So it, it could. Uh, I did, did you know I used to live in Idaho? No, where? I live, but way up north in Coeur d'Alene, oh, okay. like um, oh, yeah. up, up close to the Canadian border, you know? It w- and it would get fucking crazy, super cold up there. Yeah. Yeah. But that's crazy cold up there. Yeah. But it's one of those, um, you know, I always forget how West Idaho is for some reason. I don't know why I do. I mean, I used to fucking live there and I would like kind of say like, it's a little Midwest ish. And then somebody called me out on it and I was like, no, look at it on the map. And then I looked and I was like, shit, I, you know, it's about <laughs> as West as you can get. So I, I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. Yeah. It's part of the Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, especially up there in that little sliver. I mean, that's like, that's like Northwest. Yeah. And the stove pipe or whatever it's. Yeah. Oh, is that what you guys call it? That's I, cute. No, I don't. I don't know if anybody does. That we, just kinda, kinda I think we look. call it the panhandle. Does yeah. that even count? I that don't sounds know. Right. Uh, well, that's fun. I, I would love to go to Coeur d'Alene. I've heard it's very beautiful, but I've never been. Yeah, it's cool. I lived in Hayden and Coeur d'Alene and around Priest Lake and, you know, all these different places up there. Yeah. I've only done the southern part. I drove from Wyoming up through it up to over to Portland. Cool. Anyways, you know, uh, you know, I travel is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I think you're succeeding. <laughs> I think you're succeeding in saying that. Uh, so as far as me doing something. Yeah, what are you guys doing? You know what we were going to do? We were going to try to go randomly to uh, um, Universal Studios on Thanksgiving Day. I have done this. It is so fun. It, but it's crowded, right? I don't know how it, how crowded it will be this year, but it it was crowded. But it was just me and Melissa that went, and we had like we we just went to like Harry Potter, the Harry Potter part, and just like had the most fun day ever. Yeah. Okay. I don't because we were we had had this plan. We thought oh it'll be slow because it's the holiday. And then uh, we did, you know, we looked at one of those like crowd trackers online or I don't know. There's some site that kind of says roughly how busy places usually are amusement parks. And it's one of the busier days of the year that they have randomly. Yeah. I mean, but like if you go in the middle of the day, people aren't going to be there, right? I, that's what I thought, Aaron. But I based on this um dodgy website I looked at and said it was <laughs> <laughs> it said it was very crowded that day. Well I, I wonder was it pre-COVID numbers or what? Uh I, I think they'd look they just uh, pre uh, it is because they just look they you know they just average the days out. So like yeah you know uh, on because it's like people have like there's amusement park freaks out there. Um yep. and so people will go and you know people update these sites and they kind of like are constantly you know monitoring and sampling the crowd sizes so you can say oh you know end of october and on tuesdays how busy is it usually and right. so and we've i the, the site we've used we've had good luck kind of planning we go to we take our kid to disneyland like once a year and we'll just pull him out of school and then go for the day and so we tr- we try to do it during the weekday when it's you know you can do more than just one ride um, right, right. Yeah. And so anyway, we just use that kind of same thing. I, I just didn't even anticipate that it would be crowded and we used it for Thanksgiving and it, for some reason it's, it came back as a danger. <laughs> so you got, so you're not going to go, you have uh, a different idea. Well, it got, it got, 
we're, we're still figuring it out. We might, I don't know. It just kind of got thrown up in the air. Cause I would just hate to, you know, the universal rides are really short. And so, you know, to wait yeah. like for, you know, a long time and only be able to do a couple of rides, uh, I don't know, may not be the best bet. So that being the case, we made, we may go and, uh, to a dog beach, take the puppy to a oh, dog beach. Good. Yeah. yeah. Cause we kind of like canceled on all the family stuff because we were going to do this easy, you know, stuff with this, the easy trip with just our family going to the amusement park. And so now, now nobody's expecting us. So it's kind of a free day. And so I'll probably smoke a Turkey. Um, anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to say smoke a, a joint, a, doobie, a joint or I'll yeah. smoke a bowl. <laughs> I'm going to get fucking baked. <laughs> smoke a Turkey. That makes more sense. Yeah. I'm going to fucking light up a pie. And, uh, <laughs> and when I say pie, I mean yeah. bowl. And fucking um. uh, shoot up some mashed potatoes. <laughs> what? Ooh, that's what I would do. I love mashed potatoes. Oh my gosh. Your mom make good ones or? She makes such good mashed potatoes. And I have, I think I've done okay replicating them, but it's just also like not the same when it's like you're, my mom doesn't have like a ton of like mom dishes. I would call them where you're like, just, she makes them better than anyone else. But her mashed potatoes are my favorite. Yeah. And you you touched on something, having somebody make, you, you could, you could make the exact same sandwich ingredient for ingredient placement yeah. for placement but if somebody else puts it together for you it tastes different i don't know what it's it better. is it's, it's nice yeah. it's just it's nice yeah. it just tastes nice yeah you toasted this bread uh yeah oh it, yeah that's a nice sandwich if it's got toasted bread made by a like not quiznos you know yeah fuck quiz no shame on quiznos Be- what, what what'd you say fuck quiznos yeah <laughs> okay as a podcast then we'll stand with except i really like that quiznos rats song or hamsters? What were they? We love Quizno Stops. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't remember it. I hope it wasn't rats, though. <laughs> no, they were like the freakiest looking things. Oh, my God. They were, that was my favorite commercial I've ever seen in my whole life. So hit us up if you know this commercial and if they're rats or I, hamsters. I, I guess uh, Pixar did a lot for rats in kitchens. You know, they had that rat that was a chef making stuff. Yeah, the ratatouille. Yeah, and so that kind of rebranded, you know, because before it was a bad thing to have a rat in the kitchen, but now it's like sky's. Making- hey, if yeah, if the rat can cook, get him in here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 if the rat can cook, hey, get him hey, in let here. Let me tell you something. That <laughs> rat can cook. He's welcome in my kitchen any day of the week. All right. We do have to give him some vaccines. We yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. We have to do that. But other than that, get that guy in here. What he's doing, he was jerking that guy's hair around and that controlled the guy. <laughs> I guess. What was the magic? I'll be honest, look? I haven't seen Ratatouille. I've and seen this it. can be, this can be, uh, people get angry when you say you haven't seen Ratatouille, like adults. And I don't, so I, I, I'm nervous to say it, but you have seen it. So I've seen it. I try not to. Um, that's a thing that uh, white males do where uh, somebody will say they haven't seen anything and then the immediate reaction is, judgment and so yeah i try to never do that you haven't seen what the fuck it's like (laughs) no they haven't fucking seen ratatouille todd relax um (laughs) todd what what is a good white man name yeah um 
So it, 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 yeah, I, I look, I, look, I don't know if you have to see it. I feel like I kind of liked it when I saw it. I just didn't get what the, like what was happening to where, cause he just kind of was like, um, pulling the guy's hair around and the guy then will cook based on how the rat pulled his hair. And it's like a Serrano de Bergerac type thing to where the rats talking through or, you know, cooking through this guy, but everybody loved the rats cooking Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say this. I one time wrote an outline for a movie that I entitled Rat Magic. <laughs> what what was it? It was about a rat family that did magic. And, and, and then I, uh, and the rat fell in love with a mouse or uh, no, no, not a mouse, a cat. And then the rat and cat decided to get married and both families were upset. Wow. And, um, I, I can't, it was like, I don't know. It was before I moved to LA. It was like one of those times where you're like, I, if I'm going to move to LA, I got to have like a, a lot of script. like, I got to have my spec strip. You ever get and any uh, entree off of that one or some nibbles? <laughs> oh no. I'm expecting some to get hit up from some high up execs after hearing me talk about it on this podcast. So what and it was like for an animated thing or something you wanted yeah. to do. Was, yeah, it was animated in the, in the style of what more Pixar kind of wholesome or more DreamWorks tons of jokes. I think DreamWorks tons of jokes was my, my goal. Hmm. Um, I kind of, I like it. Yeah. I mean, rap magic is, I think the title alone. The title's, so the title's great. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's tough to make the interspecies relationship work, but I like, um, you know, not that it couldn't, but I like the rat family doing magic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just tough because, like, the rat's gonna it's gonna fuck the cat. I mean, you know, you. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's a kids' movie, so you don't have to get that far into it. You know, there's you a just size get... thing. Yeah, I guess because I mean, Shrek kind of made it work where the the donkey and the dragon they fuck. That's true. See, they f- they fuck. They got kids. They got kids. Part dragon, part donkey. So uh, you can, we, there, there could be, this could be a, a trilogy, you know, this could be the kids of a, 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 a mouse, a rat, sorry, a rat and a cat. Yeah. I mean, that's star-crossed love. It writes itself. Man, when I saw Shrek for the first time, I was like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. This is the funniest, best thing I've <laughs> yes. ever seen. Yes. It fucking yes. truly blew my mind. Yeah, my mom hated it. Oh but wow! We, I did get to watch it. I I was old enough then. I got to make the rules. So, but mom hated it. She didn't like what it was doing for fairy tales, or or. Um, I think she just doesn't like when people burp and don't say excuse me. <laughs> oh, it's potty potty stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that kind of vibe. She was just like, I don't get it. I don't know what the. Well, I don't know why it's funny. And I was like, sit down, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how I'll it's school funny. you on it. You know they lost yeah. they lost a little um you know momentum towards the end there. But the first one when I saw that one, man, I I thought this is this is unreal. Saw it in the theaters. another redhead character. Yeah, I will say movies love a redhead like love interest. That was like a thing I found was like like so many superheroes liked redheads. That was, that got me through a lot of dark nights. Yeah. Um, does it, Billy Joel talk about a redhead in keeping the faith? Yeah. He does. Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, he does. Yeah. I'll check it out. I love anything. I love redhead propaganda. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, great. Okay. So 
that was my kind of non-commitment to doing anything on uh, Thanksgiving. Maybe yeah, I'm gonna. So do you, maybe do I'll you go. work out? Do yeah. you do yeah. you work out on Thanksgiving yeah. or do you just let it go? No, I work out always. Always, I'm a freak. Are, do you work out seven days a week? Probably, but I don't. But but that is not hard exercise all seven days. Yeah, I'm doing something every day. Yeah, I, I'm, I am the same. Like I do try to do, even if it's like very, like if it's a yoga vibe, a walk, I try to do it, but yeah. Um, but you're talking like gym, like, are you lifting? No. Uh, not for Thanksgiving. If I can't, if I'm home and I can, I, I will like, if I'm not, if we're not doing anything, if we have, if we have plans where we have to drive or something, I'm, I'm not, I won't, I won't short circuit if I miss it. But you know, if I'm around, I'll go to the gym or I'll do something at home. But I, I, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm always doing something like that every day. Is your family like, if you're like, all right, fam, we're going to do a Turkey trot. Do they say have fun or do they say, we'll go with you? They would. So everybody in my family is into exercise and would and could do it. Uh, my dad just doesn't like to do anything. So that's, that's the only, but he does, he does work out and he, he does go on walks and he does lift weights and, um, but it's just like getting him to do anything for a while there. He was more normal. And then it was like pretty much, he would only go to movies. Like we could occasionally get him to go to like a really big movie. He would go. Um, and then, and then now, you know, maybe out to dinner 15% of the time. Man. Yeah. He'll just stay home. Okay. <laughs> Where he's like, I, right. I mean, I appreciate that. Like yeah. uh, commitment to knowing himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that like, like I remember my mom used to say about my dad, she'd be like, he doesn't want to go until the last second. And then he like, just will be like, all right, I'll go. So like, it, I, I think there's like a little bit of like stubbornness dad. in my own dad, dad stubbornness. Yeah. They don't like to do stuff. Yeah, they're like, I'm I'm good. Like we used to go on vacation to like a town like an hour away and just like go to the mall there. Like we wouldn't do activities. We would just like go to the movies and then go to the mall just like we would have done in our own town. Yeah. Some. It's weird. I <laughs> oh, mean I, dad. I, I can kind of relate. I mean, and now like having people over, so my my wife's mother was visiting for a couple of days and she's awesome. It's gross easy to talk to the the best mother-in-law you could hope for, but I still can't. I'm, you don't even realize how weird you've become until you have like a third party <laughs> in there. And yeah. so like, I'll, you know, most of the time just don't ever wear a shirt. And so like I'll cook and eat standing up, no shirt and <laughs> you know, like that kind of shit. And like, I yeah. can't do that with my, I don't want her to feel uncomfortable. So I like have to like weirdly put on a shirt and like sit down and you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just those little things you get used to it. And especially with the pandemic, you really had lots of time to really just get in your groove of whatever you do in your house with no one's eyes of judgment. Right. So just always like carrying around a book and then like just like reading while I'm eating and stuff. I mean, just look like a true psycho with like a (laughs) paperback in my back pocket. She's like, all right, dude. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's kind of, uh, you know, dads, we were talking about dads and doing stuff. I could, I mean, I, and if it, if I told them like, Hey, it's really important to me that we all do this together. I'm, I'm sure he would do it, but I, yeah. mean, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> 
Yeah, you'd say, Dad, you make your, you choose your life. Yeah, but we do go on a lot of walks. They live in uh, Nevada City in Northern California, and it's real foresty out there where they live. And so oh, pretty, there's yeah. a bunch of great walks that you can do and hikes, and it's fun. It's kind of fun dog stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> fun, fun dog stuff. It was just funny the way you said it. Yeah, I it's mean, just it, like fun dog stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, I do. Yeah. I want to pitch an idea for dumbbells merch, which is I just got my dog a dumbbell uh, chew toy. Yes, seen the photos of it. Adorable. He seems to and love it. He loves it, and you can fill it with treats, and or not. Like either way, he loves it. You can. It's just, and then he rolls it around, and it's so cute, and it looks like a dumbbell. And then he'll bring it into my gym, and then it looks like he's working out too. So I want, I want dumbbells merch with a dumbbell for dogs, because I think our fans are dog lovers. They seem like it. They seem to love any dog content that we do. They love dog content. You okay? Yeah, just got a. <laughs> I just got a quick text that uh, not not anything serious, but it just short circuited my brain for a second. Should we listen? Should we do some listener questions? Sure, let's do it. Did you want to do stuff from the email first, or some stuff that we pull off of Instagram? Let's pull some off of Instagram. Okay. I like um I like what we we got uh, a hot new comment that says I've never listened to the pod. I just found it here from Action Boys. This will be my first step. I have no idea what you guys talk about, but I'm sure it'll be good. No pressure. Thank you, French Toast and Motorboats. Wow, I love <laughs> I love this person. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Um, Welcome. I'm sure you noticed a marked difference um, between this podcast and Action Boys. Um, I think a- Action Boys uh, takes away from you, and this one, you know, Adds, gives back gives back in a positive way yeah i i hope i hope that that's what we're doing out here um i want to i want to answer this person's question real quick um this is from a listener p j dev p e e j d e v so uh my neck has begun to form a waddle much like a turkey any wrecks for tightening loose neck skin and listen this is my only rec in one is well from the Natch Butte uh, podcast that we just had Jackie Johnson on. She would say cream your neck. Okay. Second, there is a thing called CO patches, S I O patches, and they have one for your neck. I have the same thing. I've lost weight, gained weight enough. I have this tiny little, a problem <laughs> call it <laughs> in my eyes. Um, I see it in photos. It makes me angry and I make my husband delete the photo immediately. <laughs> um, it's, uh, but they have, and, and you wear them. It's non um, invasive. You, it's a, like a big sticker. You like a super strong sticker and you stick it on your neck and, uh, you can sleep in it or you can just wear it around for a few hours and it like does tighten that skin. Uh, it takes a few times for it to like, I would say you can see a difference right away, but I don't know your, your whole situation. Um, but it, it does, it has worked for me. And so I'll pass that along to you. See if you want to try it. They have them. Literally, they have the CO patches have them for your eyes, your your little laugh lines, your 
If you uh, have wrinkles around the top of your mouth, they have it for your neck. They have it for your hands, the top of your hands. Some people have really wrinkly hands, like prematurely. Uh, they have they have it for your chest. Some people get chest wrinkles. They have it for that. Anyways, nice. it's great. I use it for my um, my forehead wrinkle too. Um, I haven't done it in a while, and it's showing. So I gotta do it again. You know. I get so that's wrinkly hands that's in say. the in the bathtub. Well, that's because you've been in there too long. Stay. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the neck. That so that's good advice. I think also, you know, putting a little muscle on couldn't hurt either. You know, if you're well, there you go. That's that's the practical. <laughs> I did the cosmetic. That you, no, you no, no, no. I mean, I think all of it. You know, you know, kind of taking care of the skin that you have there is uh, is a smart move. But I'm just trying to think of like, man, if you could just fill your neck out with a little bit of muscle you know, it could, it could improve things, but I, I don't know if you would, I don't know if I would say like do specific neck exercises, but you know, maybe you just, um, if you're not doing, if you don't have regular resistance training as part of your, uh, routine, you know, maybe add that in there and up your protein like a little tiny bit and see if you can put on a little bit of lean body mass everywhere. Couldn't hurt yeah. overall. Yeah. And then it might, you know, it might help what's going on with your neck too. I don't know. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Thanks for the question though. Much like a turkey did make me laugh. Yeah. It made me laugh too. That's part of the reason I wanted to, cause <laughs> you know, it was fun. Uh, uh, Zachary then, Roberts, any thoughts on rucking? Well, I have no thoughts. I don't know what rucking is. Stanger, what is like rucking? Scooby-Doo using a bad word or, Right. <laughs> if, if that is what it is, no, then I think rucking is it's walking weighted walking. Uh, so you wear like a, you carry a pack oh. or you wear a weight vest and you walk with it to kind of, you know, up your calorie burning and, you know, I guess functional strength um, in your back and core and legs and holding the weight. I, I'm kind of interested in it. I, you know, I think that the critique of it would be the the uh, impact on your joints. So I wouldn't met, I wouldn't recommend doing it on pavement. Um, but if you're doing it like in an area that's soft, you know, if you're on dirt or you're doing it hiking, I think it'd be it could be cool. Um, I'm I'm purely just talking off the top of my head because I haven't done it myself or really researched it, but I am interested in it because I do walk my dog a lot on hikes and I, w I was thinking, man, maybe I could wear a weighted vest while I'm doing this and kind of juice up the uh, stats a little bit here. Um, yeah, I I'm, I'm just looking it up as we're, as you're talking about it and it does seem Interesting. I think um, it, it's weighted walking, right? I'm just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, it's <laughs> one of the benefits is that running sucks and it's horrible for your knees. So <laughs> they're really coming after running here. Yeah. Um, Number yeah, one, you, running sucks, and then running is talking about how rucking sucks. Yeah, it's a it's a, a rivalry for the ages. Yeah, it rucking sucks. It. <laughs> um, yeah, walking with the weighted rack rucksack aka backpack it implies action energy and purpose rucking requires strength endurance and character and builds it too that's from the rucking go ruck.com um it's simply walking with weight is what it says that's <laughs> funny I, I mean i think that would i think a lot of people like running gets a bad 
rap mm-hmm. out there. And so this is a great way to get maybe a higher heart rate without having to put that um, intensity on your joints. So if that that works for you, especially if you live in an area with good like trails and stuff, that would be really fun. Yeah. I think that seems like the key to me. I don't know. Even if, even if you're just walking, pounding on the pavement with added weight. What if you're wearing moon shoes, Stinger? Talk to me. Well, I think then you're safe. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. If you're seriously asking. (laughs) Oh, I am. I'm never joking about moon stuff. I like, what are moon shoes? Um, what are they exactly? They're bouncy shoes. Yeah. They were like bouncy shoes. Weren't weren't they from like the uh, early nineties? I think so. I mean, I kind of, I have, I'm picturing something in my mind. I just don't know if that's really what they are. Well, it's a hell of a name. Moon shoes. 90. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Moon shoes. Oh yeah. Those are cool. (laughs) Hell yeah. Those are cool. And I never had them and they bounced. (laughs) supposedly, but who knows? How much could you really bounce on these things? Yeah. Listen, you could get some 3611 from Amazon, which, or eBay $41. Okay. I might be, I might be. Oh, I kind of like these ones. These, um, I, so I just did an image search and it it pulled up these, um, they're like, uh, I don't know what they're called. Sneaky, sneaky land unisex jumping shoes. Did you see? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I see them. Whoa. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Did we just find a new uh, thing we're going to try for the podcast? (laughs) Oh man. Look at it. Do we have the same size feet? That would be really helpful. Then we could just use the same ones. (laughs) Man, that is so funny. Uh, Moon shoes. Yeah. Let's rock with moon shoes. Y'all. And it seems like the, uh, does that answer your question there? Zachary Roberts rock with moon shoes. Um, you're good for this one, Aaron. Roman Norland wants to know, are there any fitness food people that you follow on Instagram? Ooh, I, I, I didn't see the food part of that. I just saw fitness, but fitness food people. Um, I, I really, I actually, I wish I was good for this, but I really don't. We have some fitness people. That's why I was going to bring it up. But, um, but fitness food kind of threw me for a curveball. And I'd already started reading it before I saw that. Um, I, I do follow, I'm trying to find her. Oh, I've talked about her before. I like her workouts and I, I like her sort of vibe and attitude about fitness. Um, but she posts some, some stuff. She's a registered dietitian trainer. Hmm. Her name is Rachel Deval. Deval, D-E-V-A-U-X. But her Instagram is Rachel S good eats r-a-c-h-a-e-l-s good eats see there you go um but she but um she posts like lots of workouts i'd say just give her a follow she's uh she seems cool i don't know if she is i don't know her personally um but she has um workouts and uh different meals that she makes um yeah I think for me, I I don't, I very much rely on my husband to make me dinner and I don't get too creative in the kitchen right now. And so, so yeah, it's, we're pretty much a, a, a meat, a veggie and sometimes a carb house. Yeah. Similar, similar here. Like I don't venture outside of 
that too much. Um, so there's, uh, uh, Elizabeth Ayler is somebody that I follow and she's a holistic, holistic nutritionist and she has tons of workout stuff. She, she posts her shit on there. I think you can hire her as a coach, but I'll give you her, um, her handle is Elizabeth Ayler fitness, a Y L O R. And, uh, she posts all her workouts on there. So she gives a lot of her stuff away for free. And I know my wife likes a lot of her workouts. They're pretty inventive and she does a lot of cool stuff and, um, and is not stingy with what the content that she's putting out there for people. Um, and she had like a really like interesting body transformation too, where she got like really super lean and, um, put a lot of muscle on, um, but yeah, occasionally we'll post some nutrition stuff on there, but worth, worth checking out as a resource. Um, you want to do another question? Yeah. We got friendly beard commented. How do you deal with muscle pain? What are your favorite remedies? Oh, we've talked about this a lot. Stanger, do you have any updates? Do you have any new, new uh, remedies? Uh, you know, sauna, sauna for sure. So So does sauna help with your muscle pain? Yeah. Muscle soreness and recovery. It helps with all that. Um, so, you know, uh, you could draw a hot bath, Aaron's and Epsom salt. I'm a huge Epsom salt fan. Epsom salt. What's the word? Enthusiast. I'm a huge (laughs) Epsom salt enthusiast. I will take that with me. I take it with me on vacation. I take it anywhere I go. I love it. Um, uh, it is just like, I mean, my husband is in a wheelchair and his hips are like, you know, he's always, almost always seated. And so imagine that pain and he takes an Epsom salt bath and it goes away. It's yeah. like, seriously, it's, it tr- it's transforming. Um, but I will say like the other day I had like shoulder stuff happening and it was like, I couldn't get my shoulder. It's like, you can't lay in a bath. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I used my castor oil and, um, heating pad and that again, that's my other go-to. So castor oil, um, you rub it into wherever it's hurting and then put a heating pad on it and it like breaks down whatever knot you have forming. So that's cool. Theragun or Hypervolt, like those massage guns that are becoming more and more popular. Those work, you know, th- those can be pricey, especially if you want to get one that's not crazy loud. I mean, the cheaper you go, they start to sound like a fucking jackhammer. So, yes. yes. Uh, so when you, you know, when the cost goes up, you know, it's usually um, to, to get them a little bit more quiet. Um, but there's also um, this thing called the tiger stick. Um that's a, uh, that's a stick that has these like, uh, plastic cylinders all up and down it. And you just kind of roll it on, uh, it's for fascia, oh, you yeah. know, you can roll yeah. it on the, you know, the muscle where you feel soreness or have somebody do it for you. And it's pretty, you'd be surprised about wh- what you can hit with it. You know, you can have somebody, you know, run it over your back or, uh, your, your, your traps or, you know, shoulders, all that kind of stuff. So, that's something that, you know, and that's, that's obviously a lot more cost effective because it's, you know, it's cheap. Um, not, not cheap. I wouldn't say cheap, but it's a lot less expensive than, uh, you know, some piece of tech or electronic, like the hypervolt gun or the Theragun. Uh, so yeah, I would, I would recommend those two things. And then man, just stretch, you know, stretch, yeah. you know, do the, do the warm up. So if you had like a crazy brutal leg day and you're feeling, um, 
incredible soreness post, I think you never regret doing like a little bit of a walk or like some kind of easy bike or something like that. It'll, it'll help kind of move things along, even though it, yeah. it'll feel like you don't want to do that. And like you're, it's yeah. the wrong thing to do. I'm not saying push yourself, but you know, 15 minutes, break a light sweat and you'll, you'll probably feel better. Yeah, and just pop a Tylenol. Yeah, also <laughs> cherry juice and walnuts, anti-inflammatory, natural anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Tart cherry juice, 100% tart cherry juice. Don't get anything that's got uh, extra shit in there. No extra shit. Well, you guys, uh, we hope you have a happy Thanksgiving or had a happy Thanksgiving and uh, keep the questions coming. We want to hear it. Uh, we've got, uh, we've got a big outdoor cycling class, uh, episode coming up next. Aaron and I went to Santa Monica beach and did a group exercise cycling class on the beach. You'll be able to hear us talk all yes. about that. Uh, a <laughs> lot of, a lot of exciting episodes coming up. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah. If you guys have any questions or want to talk to us, we're at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com for, you know, if you want to do the email route, we love, you know, just new emails to read and talk to people. And then on Instagram, Twitter, dumbbells. <laughs> I just forgot our Instagram handle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dumbbells. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just the dumbbells. Yeah, it's and, uh, tough to remember. And Facebook, Facebook, just hit us up. And someday I'm going to look and see all the fun stuff that's in there that I missed. And I cannot wait. I truly can't wait. That's not a dig uh, that I don't have access to the Facebook yet. Stinger, yeah. So um. <laughs> Yes, for sure. You guys give us a thumbs up on the book. And then once Erin is allowed to access it, she will, yes. she will once be I pleased. Have proven myself, <laughs> then I will get to see it all baby uh so on behalf of myself and aaron mcgown we are the dumbbells and we would like to remind you guys that are out there listening to train dirty eat clean and live in between bye much like a turkey keep all that in clementine please okay bye that was a head gum podcast <laughs>